0: Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 No. What yeah. We- I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: No, yeah. that really
1: oh, hey. kind of grosses me that out. That was so organic. Thank you. Hi, I'm Katie and my loneliness is killing me. <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Molly, and I'm Katie's conservator. (laughs) Katie, sweetie, we talked about singing in your intros.
1: (laughs) I wanted to practice my Britney impression on the ride here, and the Uber driver said, you're being a little loud. (laughs)
0: like, really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my, do you see why I'm your court-appointed conservator?
1: (laughs) And he laughed, and I was like, I can't tell if he's making fun of me or not. (laughs) He was.
0: Yeah. And that Uh, wasn't
1: a good enough impression, so blame him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like you need to go more babyish for her.
1: I'm doing her oh, inner miss. song,
0: right? That's more. Yeah,
1: she's yeah, she's a little bit more nasally.
0: So this is our hashtag Free Britney episode.
1: Free Britney Spears. Free
0: Britney Spears. Uh, you all, I hope that most of you listening know the hashtag Free Britney movement. If you don't, it's a trend that's been blowing up all mm-hmm. over Twitter and Instagram. And we're going to talk about why that is, why it is that her fans are calling her to be released from the clutches of the conservatorship that she's been under, uh, under her dad's conservatorship and uh, since 2008. We're going to talk about uh, why that is the podcast that, the other podcast that kind of broke this news uh, called Brittany's Graham. <laughs> um, they had some really interesting uh, inside source. Um, and then we're going to get into the events leading up to why it is that she was placed under a conservatorship mm-hmm. in the first place. What it is. Who uh, some other famous conservatorships? What type of person is typically under a conservatorship? Mm. Is it someone who uh, sings and dances and performs like crazy all the time? Typically, no. Typically,
1: no. Yeah. And while you're listening to this episode, think of who you'd want. To be your conservator.
0: Yeah. Everybody name a conservator <laughs> before this episode. By Mine's the time Molly. This, yes, obviously. obviously. So, but before we wanted to do that, I wanted to talk about our uh, newest reviews. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and uh, if you haven't uh, reviewed us on iTunes, please do so. Please. If you've been hesitating because you're like, oh, I'm not much of a scribe, I'm not a writer, I don't know how to put my feelings into words, you can just click five stars and then just move move on on. with your day. Unless you are actively involved in getting Britney Spears out of her conservatorship, you should be leaving us an iTunes (laughs) review.
1: Uh, Five stars is five ways to get Britney out of her conservatorship.
0: (laughs) I also wanted to give a a shout out to my college RA, Connie Heiberg, who uh, has been interacting with us on Twitter at Yano pod on twitter uh and she reminded me that we've done all these uh, this season we've covered like anne nicole smith yeah. princess diana britney murphy last episode and if those stories have interested you uh, another podcast called you must remember this mm-hmm. did a series called dead blondes that covered uh tragic blondes uh from the hollywood's Golden Age. And we
1: are sort of on the tragic blonde tour right now.
0: And we've been on the tragic blonde tour mm-hmm. for a while. Tragic Blonde's I can't get off
1: of it personally.
0: Given us a lot. Oof. Um so okay. So i if you don't mind, I'm gonna read the reviews because I have them in Go front ahead. of me. So it's usually my thing. I know, but I didn't okay. Um so Sierra Don gave us five stars. Mm-hmm. The review is entitled This Show is my self care. She says, Yeah no, yeah, is my self care. I have never liked chatty morning talk shows,
1: okay? <laughs>
0: and on some Fair. level, that's what these gals remind me of. Oh, I like that. Hey, <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. welcome to whoa, Yeah, no Yeah, on the ones and twos, on the yes and the no's. <laughs> uh, but if you can make me literally laugh out loud while I'm walking my dogs, mm-hmm. then you're all right. Lucky for me, I just discovered Yeah No Yeah, and I have a lot of episodes to go back and listen to. Well, don't go back <laughs> too far. Don't go back
1: too far. <laughs>
0: so if I'm having a down day, I put in my earbuds and have a giggle or ten. Aww. I feel like these two ladies represent both sides of me and the things I appreciate. This is the longest review we've ever. This is gotten. so nice. This is the- Iliad of our reviews they play off each other very well and while being hilarious and raw but not entirely disrespectful to the people they talk about not entirely entirely. pretty much but not entirely Mm -hmm. I've never been much into people into the people you discuss but honestly neither was I before I did this podcast but you make it interesting you have been added to my regular must listen list thank you also I found this pod I never uh, before I found this pod I never really realized how much random people say yeah, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they really do. They really do.
0: PS, I need some merch. Well,
1: we'll get you, you know what? We're going to get you some merch. Reach out to me on um the Instagram. I have one shirt left.
0: And what is the Instagram?
1: The Instagram is Yeah, no, yeah podcast.
0: We have more than that. We have large t-shirts. So if that We do, right? You, okay. Yeah. If, if that
1: interests you,
0: we As can is, get you that. They're
1: comfortable. They're great. Uh,
0: otherwise, we'd have to wait till we did a, a reprinting yeah. at some point. But reach out. Uh, The second review. Uh, the title is "It Stole My Heart and Maybe Hyman." Mm. <laughs> so it's by Dirty Pop. Uh, this reviewer says, "I lost my virginity listening to this podcast, so <laughs> it has good memories for me." <laughs> Think they might be yanking our chain. Wow. If you had to bone to any podcast, uh if you had to have a podcast to on the in the background, to? what would it be?
1: To LA not so confidential. <laughs> Thank
0: you. That's what I was gonna say. Really? No. <laughs> um I was gonna say this one.
1: <laughs> I know someone that had sex. Listening to our show. I told you that already. No, you certainly someone, didn't. Someone has. So I don't disbelieve this. I guess this is a popular. I think it just happened. It, you know, we, we're white noise.
0: We're easy to ignore. <laughs> That's what's so great about banging to us.
1: Yeah, bang to us.
0: Well, you know, Dirty Pop, we're happy we could be part of your, uh, part of that special moment. Mm-hmm. And remember that your first time is never the best. No. Next time it'll be better. And but you'll it be is your last. to a better podcast, <laughs> hopefully. Okay, so. Let's get into all of the swirling controversies around our girl, Britney Spears. I'll say that her music never especially resonated Mm -hmm. with me, but having watched so many of her performances now and having read about her, she is absolutely an American treasure.
1: Oh, she, yeah, absolutely. And I want people
0: to leave her alone. Me too. And I want her to be free.
1: Oh, I want nothing but the best for her.
0: Absolutely. Also
1: wasn't a huge fan when she active was she when she was active at the time, but man, can she perform?
0: I'll say that probably too much of my identity at the time she was at her most popular yeah. was wrapped up in not liking her.
1: Oh, okay. You so know? in a lot of ways she helped you grow.
0: I'm gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. Now as a thirty year old I look back and I'm like, Molly, what what did you have to prove? Yeah, what did, who you know, well,
1: we can get into that another episode. for <laughs> Right.
0: Um, It wasn't cool
1: to like her, but she's cool And that's all I'm going to say
0: Absolutely (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into my issues in a different podcast So I wanted to say that a lot of the What I'm going to be referencing A lot of the sources Mm -hmm. that I used uh, Katie and I both watched Britney for the record Which is a 2008 documentary That you can watch on Vimeo uh, also, the podcast, Britney Graham, which we're going to talk about uh, in a bit, in, right, actually just in a second here. And then also, I read Lynn Spears' autobiography, Through the Storm, A Real Story of Fame and Family in a Tabloid World, and that is her accent. I studied it.
1: Fame and family.
0: Fame and family in a tabloid world. Yeah,
1: they're Louisiana.
0: Louisiana, yeah. So, okay, so Britney, born uh, December 2nd, 1981. And uh, she goes on to somewhat after she's born. Uh, when she can move around and dance and sing, she uh, appears so on three Star Search, <laughs> and then she's, uh, as everybody knows, she was on Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. Club with, uh, along with Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera and Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. They all got their start there. Very funny going back and listening to how she would sing back then. Her voice was so low and so and, like, guttural. guttural, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny watching her, kind of Christina like sing like that as a ten-year-old, and then fast <laughs> forward to her as a thirty. 30- Bama, yeah. Bama. Oh, as, that was <laughs> As an actual adult singing yeah. as though she's a baby.
1: It's bizarre.
0: It's really a. It's, yeah, when it's you sent really a... me that video
1: of her singing, I was like, that seems fucked up. Like, I, it <laughs> seemed insane yeah, that she, she was that young with that big of a voice. And yeah. she's this big with that little of a voice. And now. another
0: thing that I'll say that was a huge misconception of mine is there was so much about her like lip syncing and not really being a performer. And what you lose, what you don't know if you haven't watched her old videos is that she is a very good singer Yeah. and that a lot of her, and it's like uh, something I've thought about a lot with these types of pop performers. It's like you want them to do choreographer where they're basically jumping up and down and sing mm-hmm. at the same time. That's insane.
1: No, it's insane.
0: And also any singer will tell you, singers have bad days. When you're singing all the time, it's hard to keep your voice in shape. So there have been all these leaked things of her singing badly. And they say, see, she's not a real singer. She's talentless. She's just a pretty face. And that, I'm going to say, is absolutely not true. Agreed. So uh, things. So, "Baby One More Time" was her first big mm-hmm. breakout hit, and that was in 1998. And she appeared on the Rolling Stone cover in oh, yeah. those little panties, and everybody lost their lost their minds. Lost their it's minds. It's funny watching that "Baby One More Time" uh, music video, which was originally called "Hit Me, Baby Hit Me, One Baby More, One More Time," but now we call it "Baby One More Time" mm-hmm. because of the era that we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. No longer can now we say hit me, babies. daddy. Yeah,
1: one more time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I remember that being so scandalous. But if you look at what she's wearing in that no. music video, it's like a knee-length skirt.
1: No, literally, she looked very normal, and she's in like basketball pants. At one point, she looks completely covered. Yeah, it, a little midriff never hurt anybody.
0: Right. Yeah, and it's just very. You see that, like, how much people were. It's one of those classic things where it just seems like it wasn't really her. Yeah. It was other people saying, like, oh my God, she's so you know, yeah. people being obsessed with the idea of a teen virgin. <laughs> it brought out a lot of creepiness in oh, a lot of pee pee in a lot of people. Pee-pee. And a lot of pee-pee. <laughs> a lot of pee-pee. <laughs> I have to pee. Um, moving on. So she's married to the trouble really gets going. Well, it's hard to say, it's hard to put your finger right when the trouble started. It's fair to say that the trouble really got its pants on i don't know
1: i'm worried about you this episode
0: <laughs> the trouble really um took, took shape Okay, took the shape of kevin federline yeah.
1: Uh, oh who yeah she married
0: in 2004 that was shortly after that 55 day marriage to her school Jason. friend right uh so she marries kevin federline her
1: school friend or yeah someone she no, grew up with funny yeah.
0: So then they break up in 2000, 2006, They get mm-hmm. divorced, and that's when all hell breaks loose. Um, but before we talk about that, I wanted to quickly go through like what hashtag Free Britney is and how it is that that all got going. So I'm going to do a little bit of a yeah. yeah I need a timeline. Okay. So January fourth. Britney Spears, of this year, mm-hmm. Britney Spears canceled her domination tour. Okay. And she uh, in, a, in a heartbreaking Instagram post where she has a picture of her as a little kid with her parents, uh, she blames her dad's health problems. She's like, I have to be there for my dad as he's always been there for me. Try. Keep in mind, she's been under conservatorship of his since 2008. Uh, he's gone through a lot of health problems. He has a, a ruptured colon uh, the family says that he almost died. So uh, this is the official cause from Britney's camp of the cancellation of her tour. Uh, on January seventh, mm-hmm. Britney was photographed driving, and she's at the uh, at an In and Out with her boyfriend, her twenty five year old boyfriend Ooh. Sam uh, Asghari. Yeah,
1: um,
0: she's not supposed to drive under the terms of her conservatorship. So that's interesting. Uh, after that photo is taken, she isn't seen in a candid photo. For months, and now, meanwhile, over at Britney's Gram, a podcast that has just uh, uh, up until this year, it mm-hmm. was just like, "Look at Britney's Instagram, isn't it fun? Isn't right. it great?" And they're true fans, so you should really go listen to if you want all of the details mm-hmm. of the drama around Free Britney and some really intera- and some really interesting analysis, I think, from them about. Britney's significance culturally and our outlook on her. You should really listen to their podcast. Um, But they are the ones who at first are like, something's up. Like, why hasn't there been any Instagram posts from her? And why haven't we seen any paparazzi pictures of her? Uh, On March 4th, Andrew Wallet, who is a co-conservator with Jamie Spears of uh, Britney Spears' estate, resigns. It's making Jamie Spears... The sole conservator. Mm. This is strange because he had just been granted a raise in November of 2018, which brought his salary to nearly half a million dollars. So it's sort of like, why would you ask for a raise and then quit? And then quit. That's a little. hmm. Hmm. Meanwhile, where's Britney? What's going on? And also where's Britney? Right. On April 3rd, it's again announced by her official team that she has checked into a wellness center. She just needs a break. She just needs to go to a a wellness center. On April 4th, sorry, (laughs) I'm getting emotional. On (laughs) April 4th, she posts on Instagram uh, this kind of meme, just a picture with elaborate Uh text that says, Fall in love with taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit. And she adds this. Uh, she adds to this the caption, we all need to take time for a little me time. And then there's an emoticon. And the Britney's grand people are all over this. Because they're like, oh, interesting that it's not a picture of her. And interesting that she used an emoticon, a colon, followed by a closed parentheses, instead of an emoji. That doesn't sound, that doesn't seem like Britney. They're Britney experts. They
1: know, they would know. This sets them right off. It seems like something a dad would write.
0: Oh, oh! very good. Emoticons.
1: Very good, Katie.
0: <laughs> I'm a detective. <laughs> so on April 16th, this is when the real bombshell drops. They post an emergency episode of their podcast mm. because they got a voicemail. Do you really not know this? Have you Googled Free Britney? Do you know no. what this episode is? About? Okay.
1: I literally wanted to find out here. You, I'm, I, talk to me when we talk about 2008. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Till then, I'm finding all of this out.
0: That's your area of expertise. Okay, so Britney's Graham has yeah. a voicemail that they set up, like people, and they've had this set up for a while. Where people can call in with tips, with suggestions, uh, just you know, sharing in their fandom. They get a voicemail from someone who says, I can't reveal who I am, but I'm a paralegal, and I used to work for the law firm that handles Britney Spears' conservatorship. Okay. And he says, you guys are right on, and she was forced to go into uh, into a rehab center or some kind of, I don't know, mental sure. health facility because she was refusing to take her medication as instructed.
1: Damn. Yeah. An inside scoop. Yeah. Paralegal.
0: And he says that she doesn't want to be there, that she's basically being forced to do this uh, against her will. Wow. Right. So uh, so the I wanted to mention that the hosts uh, of Britney's Graham, Tess Barker is one of the hosts, and she is uh, an, a journalist who's mm-hmm. written for The Guardian and Jezebel and Vice. And she's said that she has since gone and confirmed that this person— Whose identity must remain a secret ha- did in fact work for okay. the law firm, so it's reliable to, source. It, based on what I've heard, very reliable. Uh, another thing that this paralegal, anonymous paralegal, says is that Andrew Wallet quit because he wants to wash his hands of whatever's going on with her right now, and he says that it's so bad that he could be disbarred.
1: It's so bad that whatever's he could going on with her disbarred? conservatorship
0: is so uh, so dirty, so nasty. <gasps> So dirty pop. Whatever. So
1: dirty pop. <laughs> that was Jamie Spears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that um that uh he, yeah, he could get he's afraid Holy of getting shit. In okay. real trouble. Uh at this point I want to mention that as her conservator, yeah, Jamie Spears I feel like I've been pronouncing conservator weird. Conservator? No, it's good. It's conservator. Conservator, it is. Oh it is. It okay. is. It's mm-hmm. the lawyer in me. Mm-hmm. So she knew. uh Jamie Spears, I want to mention, is being paid $130,000 a year and also receives 1.5% of the revenue from her Las Vegas shows.
1: He is being paid to do what? Be her conservator. Do you pay someone to do that?
0: I think so. I mean, that does seem to be legal. Okay. I don't know. Look, I'm going to back down. No, I mean, look,
1: look. We're going to back down on that.
0: I'm going to back down from what I said about being a lawyer. (laughs) I don't, but that is something that... I'm going to
1: test your your knowledge.
0: But that is something that goes through the court, how much he gets paid. So, assuming that the California legal system is following any rules, and let's not assume that for reasons that I'm going to get get into later. Got it. So, April 16th, right after this bombshell of a podcast comes out, Mm -hmm. Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' mother, Jamie Spears' ex-wife, posts on Instagram... When God's warriors go down on their knees, the battle is not over. The battle has begun. Oh, Lynn is also liking posts about free Brittany on Instagram. I saw
1: that Jamie Lynn was too. The daughter. Okay, I read that today.
0: Wow. Yeah. So people very close to Brittany
1: are like free Brittany
0: are in support of this, which it's it's so easy to get into like a can oh it's just a conspiracy theory, but but no no if her clo- if her mother is yeah. saying yeah this is happening. Uh then I don't know how why would you doubt it. Um April 22nd.
1: Interesting.
0: Protesters congregated outside of City Hall with signs saying with slogans like Britney is no slave for you <laughs> and chanting get a job Jamie. Get
1: a job Jamie. You can see
0: this footage on YouTube. Um, so, uh, so yeah, her fan base has very much, ta- Brittany's army, as Britney's they like army. to call themselves, they very much take into this idea that she is under the conservatorship against her will. So on April 23rd, Brittany Spears posts to Instagram, she appears finally again, mm-hmm. and she said, oh, hey, all is well. She looks very haggard in the mm-hmm. video. And she also says, don't believe anything you read and hear. These fake emails everywhere were crafted by Sam Lefty years ago. I did not write them. Who's
1: Sam Lefty?
0: So I'm glad you asked that. It also is so interesting that she says, oh, Sam Lefty years ago, I didn't write that. Please just, it's kind of a generic, please give me my space. Thank you for caring, but give me my space. Don't believe everything you read. Kind of a generic celebrity leave me alone statement. And
1: she's talking to the camera. Yeah. It's just like a one on one us and Brit. Right. Got it. Supposedly. Yeah.
0: Um, so Sam Lefty was her manager during her very troubled era leading up to her losing custody of her children. And he was the guy who was managing her mm-hmm. and kind of controlling her life. We're gonna talk a lot about him. Because yeah. I figured she brings up Sam Lefty. She doesn't say anything about Free Brittany. Right. It's sort of bizarre. It's uh I don't really it's not clear to me, why she felt the need to bring up Sam Lefty. These emails that he's bringing up aren't the main points that the Britney army is concerned about, I don't think. Right. Like, everyone's like, Jamie Spears is the problem. And she's like, don't worry about Sam Lefty. <laughs> Got That's it. how it felt to yeah. me. But Sam Lefty is an important character that we're going to uh, talk about as much as we possibly have time for. I also wanted to emphasize that we're obviously not going to be able to go over everything. Mm-mm. These are just, this is the highlight reel. Yeah.
1: Dig deeper on your own. <laughs> yeah. With the help of Britney's Graham.
0: Right. So, okay. But this is the bottom line of Free Britney. Uh, this idea that if she's under a conservatorship, why is she able to tour and perform in Las Vegas? Why is she able to dance and sing so much? So much. If she's so mentally ill that she has to be under a conservatorship, it seems like she shouldn't be performing this much and going back and forth between Las Vegas and L.A. where her sons live. So uh, I also wanted to point out that in the documentary For the Record, Britney openly... Refers to the strange relationship with her dad, yeah, and says uh, at one point she's like, "He can be so nice, but then he can be such, such an, an asshole." asshole.
1: Mm-hmm. And then she does an impression of him that makes him seem like such a angry old tyrant,
0: right? She, yeah, she does an impression of him. Brittany, when get like, your ass in here!
1: That's how she says he says about her,
0: right? And the impression she's doing isn't like me; it's very like fun. Everybody's it is funny, laughs, and she's laughing. Cute. And her dad is there. He knows that this He's is. He's
1: laughing, yeah.
0: Right. So it's, but still, it's uh, weird that mm-hmm. um, he's in charge of her life when she's so, uh, when they have this strained, well documented strained relationship. Yeah. Uh, when, she, when she was growing up, he was, uh, he had a lot of problems with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. He was not super present in her life. When Baby One More Time came out in uh, 1998, her uh her parents were uh bankrupt or on the verge of bankruptcy yeah. they had had a car repossessed like that hit came out right in the nick of time right in time yep so, uh, so there was a 2016 New York Times article that questioned the conservatorship. So, three years ago, mm-hmm. um, the title was "Is Britney Spears ready to stand on her own?" Mm. The article said Miss Spears' team presents her on stage as fully in control and backstage as the mastermind of her show, an artist in top form. But that view seems at odds with the conclusions routine, tr- routinely drawn about her probate court about her in probate court in Los Angeles where an undisclosed mental illness and substance abuse mm. led her family to take action in 2008. So, um, I wanted to, again, get into some of the characters that I think uh, need to be fleshed yeah. out in this. I wanted to start with Sam Lefty. So, fans will remember him as her manager during, t- during 2008. Uh Lynn Spears told a really bizarre story in her uh, in her autobiography where she says right when uh, Kevin Federline and Britney Spears were having their custody battle, mm-hmm. she got a call from someone anonymously saying, uh, I, I know that there are drugs planted in Britney's house by Kevin Federline. And she was like,
1: oh, no. I'm a paralegal.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, no. <laughs> and then she, but that never came of, came mm-hmm. to anything. There were never drugs discovered in her house. Okay. Um, uh, but then uh, she gets a call from the, later, she gets a call from that same voice saying, hey, uh, I'm the guy who told you about the drugs." And she's like, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, and he's like, okay, forget about that. There were drugs. They didn't find them. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. Uh, I want you uh, lynn spears to star in a uh, home shopping show what are those called like cubic home type network type show home network mm-hmm. shopping show where you're going to be selling cubic zirconia and she says in her book i knew i should have hung up but she didn't hang up uh she but kept I love talking cubic zirconia. <laughs> and that voice turned out to be sam lefty what who is sam lefty So it's really interesting. And who gave him Lynn's phone number? And trying to find out who, like, what his background is. Mm -hmm. Why was he qualified to be her manager? Um, Her family now accuses him of having basically what everybody is accusing Jamie Spears of now. People were saying about Sam Lefty back in the day that Uh he had undue control over her personal life and finances. Um, How does Lefty describe himself? Uh, In an interview with XO Magazine in 2014, he said, I've worked in Hollywood for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think that much is true. And over the years, these experiences have led me to see what happens when too much fame and too much money can sometimes get the best of celebrities. I am a problem solver. Mm -hmm. And I care about helping people get out of what may seem like some of their more difficult places in life. Um, Lynn Spears says in the books that he had essentially uh, in uh, in 2007 he had essentially moved into Britney's home and took control of her life mm. home and finances. He and he was not a
1: conservator he was, a he was just a guy with no legal rights to who her. He had
0: come in when she was breaking up with Kevin Federline mm-hmm. when she was going through all that custody stuff and he seemed to just weasel his way in there at yeah. a time when she at, that's how Lynn Spears characterized it. At a vulnerable it. time. At a very vulnerable time. Um, she says that Lynn Spears says that Sam Lefty would hide her phones, and he would even hide her dog. And then Britney Spears would be crying and looking for her dog, like, "Oh, where did my dog go?" And then he'd find the dog.
1: Oh, yeah, my
0: I was like, "Good thing I found your dog, God. aren't I the best?" That is. <sighs>
1: Truly psychotic.
0: That's according to Lynn. She also says that he would crush up that she they, that they wouldn't hear from her for mm-hmm. days, and then they found out that he was putting sleep aids in her food. This is what Lynn says. Look, so I wanted to uh, point out that this is not uh, the first troubled celebrity, or I'm sorry, since then uh, Sam Lefty has inserted himself Uh-oh. bizarrely into other celebrity meltdowns.
1: Can I guess one? Sure. Lindsay Lohan?
0: No. Ah. Very close, though. Uh, Amanda Bynes in 2014. Remember, she released a series of tweets. I'll never forget. Accusing her father of sexually abusing her. Mm -hmm. Then said, oh, no, sorry, that was a microchip in my brain that was forcing me to say that he was sexually abusing me. But uh, it was my dad who put the microchip in my brain. So that led to a lot of concern about her mental well-being. Yeah. She was, shortly thereafter, placed under the conservatorship Mm -hmm. of her parents. And it was Sam Lufty who convinced her to come back to L.A. so that she could meet with her parents and get this taken care of. And at first she's like, thanks, Sam. She tweeted something like, thanks, Sam. Love you like a brother. And then later she turned on him and was like, oh, he was part of the plot against me. The whole Amanda Bynes could be. Oh, that'll
1: be another. That's another thing.
0: Easily a whole other episode. Oh, he
1: really finds them.
0: Right, um, so there have been uh, there have been other, there are a ton of other accusations. He's one of these people where he seems to constantly be embroiled in lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Courtney Love filed a restraining order against him in 2018.
1: Whoa, like very recently.
0: <laughs> very recently. He can't, he's a machine.
1: He's a machine. He's a machine
0: that looks for... Tragic blonde. Tragic blondes and says, oh, I, I know just what to do. Where he just sort of, can. Conv- it just seems like he sort of is one of these... A lot of publications have referred to him as a Svengali, where he just has this natural talent for Mm -hmm. inserting himself into uh, difficult situations and making them a lot worse. Gross. So uh, I wanted to talk now about what a conservatorship is. Yeah. Uh, so, it's an arrangement that's, and it's different state by state. So, it's worth pointing out that this is, we're talking about California conservatorships. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an arrangement that's typically used to protect the old, mentally disabled, or extremely ill. Okay. So, there have been other high-profile pro- conservatorships besides Amanda Bynes and Britney Spears, uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor, and uh, Casey Kasem. Whoa. Yeah. Casey Kasem? Casey Kasem. We'll talk about him in a, in a second. Um, so, Love Zsa Zha. Right. <laughs> so uh, as part of her conservatorship, uh, she is represented by Samuel D. Ingham III. Mm. He's a court investigator whose job it is to make sure her conservators aren't looting her estate. He would be the one to advocate for her if, uh, if she were to ask to be released from the conservatorship. Um, from the New York Times, uh, that twenty sixteen article I mentioned, some have argued that this there isn't enough of an incentive for Ingraham to end it, since he's being paid millions of dollars. He's being paid four hundred and seventy five dollars an hour. Oh, and the maximum hourly fee for people in this position is typically
1: two hundred and
0: fifty. Oh. Uh, From the article, as long as she is bringing in so much money and as long as the lawyers and conservators are getting paid, there is little incentive Mm -hmm. to end it, said Elaine Renoir, who's president of the National Association, to stop guardian abuse, which is an uh, an advocacy group. Usually the conservatorship just keeps going until the conservatee makes a fuss or the family does. So, okay, so why is she under conservator ship sorry conservatorship <laughs> um, so uh, as we all know 2007 was uh, a tough tough, tough time, time for her for her um, she uh, she had just broken up with Kevin mm-hmm. uh, fetterline um, Lynn says of Kevin I thought this was interesting I liked amiable Kevin because he was down to earth and kind-hearted and she keeps calling him a good daddy. Ew. I've often thought that if the Lord got a hold of Kevin, he could do great things with him. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> he's just always this is speculation, but he just seems so slimy. Yeah, nothing about him seemed
0: yeah fun. So, at twice in 2007, she checks into rehab, but both times she cuts her stay short.
1: She checks herself in,
0: right? Yeah. Um, she lost custody in October mm-hmm. 2007 of her children. Um, And then according to court paper, she spent a night sleeping in a parking lot. Mm. So uh, she's told to relinquish custody. And when that happens, the people come to her, uh, the people who were in charge of that, come and she initially refuses to give up her children. Yeah. So why and then the police come and takes four hours but eventually she does give them up. Um, so the she was forced to relinqu- order to relinquish custody of her sons because the Superior Court Commissioner said she was a habitual, frequent, and continuous uh, because of her habitual frequent and continuous use of controlled substances and alcohol.
1: Mm. She
0: had also failed some really basic court orders like a judge said show up on this date with a California driver's license she didn't. And she didn't.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which is uh, odd. Yeah. Her attorney, Cyril Trope, says another factor was a claim by ex-husband Federline's attorney, uh, ex-husband Kevin Federline's attorney, that Spears had skipped a drug and alcohol test. There's no evidence that she actually failed, the lawyer said. She just skipped She it.
1: just didn't do it.
0: She just didn't do it. So, after her children are taken away, uh, she is brought to a hospital and supposedly put on a 5150 hold, which is when you're being held against your will because you're considered to be
1: a uh, danger to yourself. A
0: danger to yourself. And so, it's shortly after that that we get the head shaving Mm -hmm. and the umbrella attacking with a paparazzi. Yeah. When you think about everything that was happening to her.
1: Oh, that's the (laughs) least I'd do.
0: And she points out. you know, people shave their heads all the time. Why, she is, it that? Such Why is it such deal? a big
1: deal? Yeah. I liked that. I was like, yeah, people do shave their heads.
0: And when you see the pictures of her grimacing and yeah, brandishing she does, mm-hmm. the umbrella, but then when you watch the clip, this is what I'll say. It makes such a difference looking at the photographs as opposed to looking yes. at the footage because when you see that they've been following her all Endlessly. day and they're like and she's her eye, she obviously looks very sad. She yeah. looks like someone who's been through a lot, and they just can't stop. They're getting so close to her. She can't go anywhere without being mm-hmm. harangued and harassed. And then she, when she chases after that car and bangs on the window with her umbrella and says, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm No, literally, go side. fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, she Paparazzi
1: was, don't get enough shit, in my opinion, so I support yes. her for that.
0: And it's really different uh state by state like Mm -hmm. it's so and maybe even city by city because apparently it's uh, so lynn spears brings that up where she's like in louisiana they can't do this to her right when she's in la the rules change right and it's and she uh, lynn also i think makes a good point where there's some why are they allowed to take pictures of your kids you know that
1: i don't know that i do think that changes city to city
0: yeah so, yeah, so that's, and I think that Brittany's Graham uh, makes a really good point about that, where it's like, we just kind of accepted this line mm-hmm. as a culture of like, yeah, Brittany lost it. Right. Look at her Look at shaving her head. her head. Shaving your head. Doesn't mean you've lost it. Is it. So we don't know uh, what she's actually been diagnosed with, what her supposed mental sure. illness is. We only know that she's been checked into rehab a couple mm-hmm. times. As a, as the public, we don't really know what's up with her no. outside of that. Nor should we.
1: Nor should we. Nor
0: should anyone <laughs> speculate. Leave Britney alone. Yeah. That guy was Chris right. Crocker. Chris Crocker. He was absolutely correct about that. So, and yet,
1: no one listened. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I just wanted to bring all that up as a way to say that there are reasons why... Uh, None of this is necessarily her being crazy. No, I just wanted to say that. Um, So there have been challenges to her conservatorship. Um, One that I saw on Twitter that I wanted to talk Mm -hmm. about is from an attorney named John Erdley, and in this uh, in this official court document he says that he was retained by her on february 12 2008 and that uh he spoke with her on several occasions the last time she attempted to call me the telephone was taken away from her and the number was disconnected the next day what? i am concerned with the information i have learned because i am informed of the existence of voicemails etc that include verbal abuse of the conservatee ms spears by her father but here's what you have to know about John Erdley. Now, Uh-oh. the person who posted this was like, hashtag free Britney, this isn't right. But what I want to say about John Erdley is that he was working with Sam Lefty and that in 2009, okay. he was ordered to stay. He and Sam Lefty were ordered to stay away from Britney Spears for at least three years. Okay. So John or am dismissing.
1: So he's like, three years is up. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing him out. Yeah. But what I do want to say is that um, Tess Barker pointed this mm-hmm. out on her blog on Britney's Graham and also MTV News reported that, Br- that Britney Spears did try to hire an attorney named Adam Streisand who, yes, is a Barbara. second cousin of Barbara Streisand. Uh, he is an attorney who specializes in disputes over large celebrity estates. Mm. And he told the court during a hearing that Brittany has a very strong desire for her father, Jamie Spears, not to be the conservator of her estate. He also said that she has been estranged from her father and that the situation is causing a greater estrangement. Jamie Spears' attorneys, as well as a court-appointed investigator, questioned whether Streisand could represent Spears, saying she didn't have the mental capacity to hire him at the time. Oh, stop. Sam Ingham, the court-appointed investigator who spoke with Britney for 15 minutes on Sunday, told the court that the singer did not understand the nature of the proceedings and the impact the process could have on her affairs. She lacks the capacity to retain direct counsel, he told the court. Streisand responded, I am her lawyer. Commissioner Reva Goetz disagreed and did not re- uh, recognize him as Spears' attorney, ejecting him from the courtroom. So just to just to drive this all Whoa. home, Sam Ingham, who's her Representative, Representative who's supposed to be the one who's advocating for her to get out from under sure. the conservatorship if she's uh if she wants to, has said that she doesn't have the mental capacity to hire her own lawyer.
1: And yet she hired a lawyer. It's you see how Yeah, no, it's insane.
0: It just seems like, hmm, maybe maybe the rules around this around this aren't yeah. as fleshed out as they should be. Yeah. Uh so scary. Yeah. Very very much so. Uh, I wanted to talk about the other famous conservatorships that um, that we um, touched on earlier.
1: Casey Kasem.
0: Casey Kasem. Uh, so Casey Kasem was the voice of American Top 40. Love him. A little before. I didn't know who that was.
1: Oh, I used to listen to him.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, he didn't retire until 2009. Mm-mm. He's also the voice of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo.
1: I did not know that, and that's great.
0: And he doesn't sound like Shaggy at all in his radio voice.
1: Uh, He's a great radio voice.
0: So, in two thousand and seven, Casey Kasem was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, which turned out to be incorrect. It was actually uh, an aggressive form of dementia. So, uh, so he arranged in two thousand and seven for his daughter to have a conservatorship Mm -hmm. of him when things when he was no longer had the mental capacity to handle his own affairs. But by the time that happened, his wife. Uh, who you know is his I don't know millionth wife, sure. um, not the mother of his children. Uh, Jean Kasem had uh, a, had established a power of attorney in 2011, mm. and a court decided that her power of attorney Trump the, the daughter's conservas- conservatorship.
1: Yeah. Power of attorney is like big time.
0: Yeah. So big then, uh, so then her uh, his children were saying that Jean wouldn't let them see their father. Um, mm. and that they eventually, fi- after he died, they filed a wrongful death suit, saying that she had, um, accusing her of elder abuse. Oof. Um, Jean said, Jean Kasem said that uh, his daughter wanted all of his money so that she could give it to Scientology. Well. She, was, she says that she's not a Scientologist. That was anyway. So that was a big dust oh, up in court. Sad, yeah. So Jaja Gabor was uh, was under the conservatorship of her ninth husband.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, she was married a bunch of
0: times. Yeah, um, in 2012. Um, at the time, Gabor was 95 years old. Mm-hmm. She had uh, been in a car crash in 2002 that had left her paralyzed. Uh, and also, in a declaration submitted to the court, Dr. Deborah Judelson described Gabor as being bedbound, unable to hear or see clearly, unable to respond or answer questions oh. and became, and that she became agitated when outside of a familiar environment. Mm. So with, Same. so uh, dementia and then yeah. Zsa, Zsa Gabor's deal, Um, you can see why they were... Those are sort of more typical. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What you would expect to be under a conservatorship. Um, So Zsa Zsa Gabor's... I want to just mention this. (laughs) Her ninth husband, Prince Frederick von Anhalt, said that uh, when his wife was 94, that he wanted her to be a mother again and was seeking an egg donor Hmm. who he would then artificially inseminate. And then they'd get a surrogate to have the pregnancy, so really none of Zsa Zsa Gabor's DNA would be involved, but she would legally be the mother sure. of this fetus, who didn't end up existing. Thank God.
1: Yeah, ninety-four-year-old women love rearing children. I've heard.
0: But it's when that happened that her daughter is got into the fray and was like, "I want to have conservatorship." <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I want to have conservatorship over her. Um, I don't uh, that ended up it ended up being that friend uh, that Prince Frederick von Anhalt did have conservatorship, but with a lot of stipulations. Uh, it ended in twenty fifteen before Jaja Gabor died because mm-hmm. a judge said it doesn't need to be a conservatorship. Everything can be handled with an advanced medical directive. Oh, okay. Jaja Gabor, that judge uh in Jaja Gabor's conservatorship case, also the judge in Britney Spears' conservatorship case. Yeah. Wow. Pretty, pretty strange stuff. Pretty incestuous. Pretty Pretty, incestuous. pretty everybody knows everybody else. It's hard in, for
1: conservators these <laughs> everybody's days. Everybody's
0: in everybody else's pockets. Um, I wanted to put this out there as a, here's an idea okay. about why a conservatorship may have been appealing to Britney Spears at one point in her life. Mm-hmm. The company Brand Sense, this is from Forbes magazine. The company Brand Sense, Sense had sued Britney for breach of contract mm. after Team Britney cut Brand Sense out of profits from her perfume deal with Elizabeth Arden. Be- mm. But because Britney had been declared mentally incompetent, which justified the conservatorship, her father and her attorneys were able to keep Britney from being questioned under oath in a deposition for the lawsuit. There was also a bodyguard, Fernando Flores, who accused her of sexual harassment. She didn't have to appear in court for that. <laughs> when Kevin Fetterline, as he recently did, demanded more child support she from her, she didn't have Got to it. show up. So I, I, it
1: can be appealing. And I, I see what you're saying.
0: I don't think that she wants to be. I agree with Free Britney. I'm mm-hmm. team Free Britney. But I think that maybe these are things that have made it at least. If I were Britney Spears' dad, yeah. those are things that I would bring up as like, hey, Britney, don't you want daddy to handle right. your issues? I also want to point out that she calls him daddy. I know. Throughout the documentary.
1: Oh, I know. Daddy. Daddy. And she's very sweet.
0: I think that's a big... And then when Lynn Spears is talking about Kevin Federline, she's like, I think he's a good daddy. It's a like, Southern thing, I think. A lot of your problems would be solved if you stopped if calling you just the said men da- in your lives daddy. <laughs> just say pal yeah so another interesting thing that i wanted to bring up do you know about original doll her unreleased album
1: i watched the youtube conspiracy show that you sent me (laughs) tell me about it (laughs) this was shane dawson youtube conspiracy claiming of an unreleased album that where britney claims or sings or writes a song about being a clone
0: well, that really did happen. So, in December on December 31st— Well, the conspiracy then is,
1: is she a clown?
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't want to talk about the clone thing. I'm talking about this. <laughs> Right. Yeah, maybe she's a clone. Sure. Um, December 31st, 2004, she showed up at an interview and played the song Mona Lisa. Right. From her unreleased album, Original Doll. No one knows what happened to that album.
1: They were like, we're over it.
0: Yeah, but that was a thing where it was like Britney Spears is trying desperately to mm-hmm. strike out on her own. And for whatever reason, uh, is not. I've listened to Mona Lisa and it is uh, strange. It doesn't really fit the rest of her oeuvre. But yeah. it's like, hey, maybe. because
1: like, she wrote it like on her right, own. Right, because she wrote it. And she's like, look, this is my music. Right. From my brain.
0: Yeah. So the rules about conservatorships—it's like it's—you do usually have to have some kind of standard appro- like, mm-hmm. st- like show. So I read the actual California law, which my dad procured me from Westlaw, because he is an attorney. Yeah, my daddy, my daddy. Um, he's my dad. I want to <laughs> emphasize—he's my pal. He's exclusively <laughs> my dad, and that's why I can trust him. No, I know. <laughs> So um, he so he sent me the actual law, and it is kind of it. The language around the rules does seem mm-hmm. kind of nebulous, where it's like, oh, if you've ever uh, if you've demonstrated that you're uh, unable to handle your finances, then you shouldn't be. Um, th- then that's a reason for you to be under a conservatorship. Okay. and then it also says, but isolated incidences of not handling your money well not, don't count. Right.
1: Also, I don't handle my money that well.
0: Also, it's not illegal to not
1: handle your no, money well. No, absolutely not. When you think
0: about like the batshit insane things that male celebrities Oof. have done, and who aren't Who's under-
1: Charlie Sheen's conservator.
0: This is my Me. thing. <laughs> who was MC Hammer's conservator when he spent yes! all of his money on cocaine and then became a pastor? That's Molly.
1: Not- <laughs> yes, the th- it's I'm not. I'm gonna punch somebody. Where's Arsenio Hall's fucking conservator? Another person who spent all their money on cocaine. <laughs> Allegedly.
0: I don't know. I think there either need to be way more conservators Oof. or at or least way one less. fewer. <laughs> I wanted to end. This is a note that, uh, that I wanted to end on. This is a quote that uh, I was seeing everywhere okay. when I was doing my research. And then when I tried to find it again to transcribe it for this episode, I swear to God, it was like it had been scrubbed no. from the internet, <gasps> where on YouTube, I originally saw it as just a regular YouTube video, uh-huh. and then uh, <laughs> as of yesterday, I could only find it in like something that someone had filmed on their TV.
1: What the hell? Okay.
0: Okay, so it's a four-music interview from 2013, where it's this Would You Rather show, mm-hmm. the quiz show that Britney Spears is on. And the interviewer asks her, would you rather be stranded in a shark infested pool like your video for work or standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon like your video for not yet a woman? And Brittany says, I think I would rather be on the edge of the Grand Canyon because it's up to me whether I, whether to jump or not. And I have control over that. And then there's a pause and she's like, and the beautiful view would be amazing. <laughs> and it would be really cool being up there.
1: It would like, be really cool, Britney. Brent. No
0: one said anything about having to jump.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. And she said of this her sad conservatorship, one. "What does she think?" In the 2008 um, documentary, um, they ask her, "What are you, like? What are you, What are your feelings on your conservatorship?" She says, "I think it's too in control. If I wasn't under the restraints I'm under, I'd feel so liberated." And she continued, even when you go to jail, you know there's a time when you're going to get out. But in this situation, it's never ending.
1: Yeah. When she said the jail quote, I was like, oof.
0: Yeah. So it's clear from the documentary that she feels like she's in jail and she thinks her dad's an asshole. Should he be in charge of her estate? No. Some would argue, no. I just want to say, Brittany, don't jump. Don't jump. Please God, don't jump. You have so many people on your side. Don't jump. Hang in there, kid. Fame is hard.
1: That's all every day when I when I was finished watching the documentary, all I could think, and especially, you know, with Britney Murphy and Anna Nicole and Princess Diana, all this female tragedy tour that we've been on. Fame is really hard for people that want to be normal. Like a person like Madonna doesn't care to have a like she has a weird life that is Full of attention, and she went. She's a, you know a New Yorker with no family, and she went into this being like, "I'm here to be famous." Yeah, but Britney Spears is like, I want a husband and kids, and mm-hmm. it's like you can't have it. I'm just saying, this is a random note. I just was thinking about when I was watching it. And all the same stuff. with Anna Nicole, Like you can't be a Southern mama and be. Famous. Right. You just can't. Yeah. Because you'll always be unhappy.
0: And all the sexist bullshit about, look at her eating Cheetos. She needs to watch Oof. her figure. And it's just, oh, and it's like maybe a 37-year-old mother of two doesn't want to be a belly button model for exactly. the rest of her fucking life. Mm-hmm. You animals. You
1: animals.
0: There is a lot to, that has another theory that's been speculated a lot of like, maybe she just wants to be a mom, guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, after watching, just, and that was from 2008, and I guess her kids were still super young, two years old, yeah. maybe three years old. Um, you could just, uh, you know, and then she went to a, this is like a random note, but then she went to a dinner and she was flirting with a guy. And she's like, wow, she really does just want, like, to be a girl, a normal woman. Right. Flirting, have take care of your kids, you know? Yeah. It's so sad to have to be propped up like a... Little doll,
0: yeah, and I do think that she does love to perform. That's something that Britney. She's an fame. artist for
1: sure, right?
0: But maybe she wants to perform on her own terms,
1: on her ex- not like be forced to do it. Not Madonna made an appearance in this documentary, which is why I'm referencing a dorky, her dorky top-hatted appearance. She's a true nerd, but she, look, she handles fame very well because she is, this is probably a, a little crazy in her own way.
0: She comes off as ice cold.
1: Which I think you have to be. Britney
0: Spears is not.
1: No, I, I'm saying I like how Britney is, and that's what makes it hard to be famous when you're like that, yeah. when you are sweet. I think it's hard to be famous.
0: That's why it's going to be so hard for us to be famous.
1: I. After watching this, I don't want the fame.
0: You know what? If you've left us a review, please delete it.
1: Delete? I, I Seriously
0: want us I don't want that to
1: happen I don't want the attention anymore
0: to us just kidding I'll do anything to be famous
1: <laughs> no yeah we're more anything. of a Madonna type <laughs> we're both more Madonnas
0: <laughs> we're more Madonnas <laughs> truly not either no <laughs> anyway Oof. I'm, I'm depressed
1: go jump off a cliff yeah no, let's not do this stuff anymore <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we stand together it's our fun ali